Plus, she's also just a phenomenal actress. Yeah, it has nothing to do with her being super hot, still. I hope we see Seven to Nine more. Like, if they do this Voyager-ish spinoff. Also, I don't want to beat this horse to death, because... And what I've, what I've noticed from people, though, sorry to up your thought, but, well, kind of, but... Welcome, everybody, to April 23rd, 2023 of Trek Talk. I'm TechMan16. I'm Strange Kirk. And I'm Handy. You know, Handy, you really missed an opportunity, um, kind of as a Picard reference, um, to, like, quote Worf and say, and I will make it a threesome. I did miss that. Only if you remember, Handy. So, here we are, the Star Trek Picard finale. Uh, lots. You know what? I, I will say, Kirk, I will agree with you. I will, I will miss this particular season of Picard. Even though it was completely um, incoherent and utterly rambling and uh, borgified, uh, it, 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 it had a nice payoff. I was I was surprised and I actually enjoyed the payoff. We we it was nice. We all liked it. our the OG fans all liked it. I think. Well, but I, it, I, it, I, I, think, I expected the last episode a little different. I mean, what do you guys think? I think that it appealed to our nostalgia. Yeah, uh, yeah, of it course. Did, it did very well. I think the. Actors did a fantastic job uh, in portraying their characters because they're good at portraying them because they've been they've portrayed those characters for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like Tech said, some of the story stuff was a little bunk. Like you guys spent this whole time with this alternate reality Borg, and then you just kind of ditched those in favor of this. I mean, it was like I feel like the script was written kind of by like alex jones on cocaine um <laughs> so you mean, you mean he's not on cocaine normally <laughs> look I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> i'm kind of retarded right so um I, I yeah there was a bit of that however that being said it appealed to the nostalgia and the actors did a really great job and honestly it that was good enough that was good enough. I could rewatch this season. Like if somebody had never seen Picard and they wanted to start getting into it, I would be like, hey, let me know when you get to season three and I'll watch it with you. Yeah. So I, could re- I could rewatch this season. Season two, I could rewatch the last bit because of Q. In the last um, five minutes. Well, I mean, honestly, the last episode and the last episode was really great, and the, the, that was one of the best endings to any show for anything that I've ever watched in my life. I really love the way that they did it. Season one was—I don't know—I could kind of take it or leave it. Overall, it was pretty decent. Anyway, I 
Um, I liked Seven's character arc all the way from the beginning of season three of Voyager all the way till now. I think her yeah. arc probably rivals Nog's character arc in terms of character development over time. I think that all, all the way up until they were like, oh, they made really big deal about what she was going to say about warping out, and they were like, oh, your legacy right here, blah 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 blah, and she takes in a breath and then it cuts out and she's the ship that i even that was fucking was fucking hilarious i think it was pretty good plus she's also just a phenomenal actress yeah it has nothing to do with her being super hot still yeah yeah understandable but uh congratulations to captain new captain of the enterprise they did a good job yeah, but didn't they already have another Enterprise? Wasn't that flagship, you know, that flagship the Enterprise or no? Uh, no, they had. The, I know they had the F. Um, but I don't know. Maybe the F was destroyed. And why does every single Star Trek ship look exactly the same now? Well. I mean, simplicity of design. If you find a design that works, go with it. I mean, I, I just thought it was interesting because in the past, like in Star Trek lore, like every Star Star Trek ship is like different almost. You know what I mean? Well, like if well, you, if you no. go back throughout <clears throat> history, most ships were different. I know they did make you know a lot of the same ship. But that's just at the same you, time, no, that's because you were seeing different classes. All those classes had different different things. Just like the USS Constellation, the USS Enterprise were the same class. They were very. No, I understand. And but, so there's there's that in the Star Trek. But why why do, why would you need to show that? Because each vessel is designed for a particular purpose. So they're not. It's not like tanks, right? They're not like producing thousands of the same exact thing because it's meant for warfare. Each vessel kind of has a specific purpose. So. You're not going to build a whole bunch of ships that look identical. I mean, look at the Navy. You know what I mean? You're not, you, you could have two identical, or two ships that serve a similar function, and they're probably not going to be 100% identical. Um, I think what Handy's getting at is with all the CGI and the budget that they have, it seems that the ships, even though they're different classes, look like copy and paste of one another. Because they're all they're all reminiscent of one design. Same thing with Romulan ships. Um, same thing with Klingon ships. No, yeah. and I, and I get that. But Federation historically, they had a lot of different sort of ships. And when they showed, you know, the last two episodes, and the whole fleet gathered, uh, it was just like a couple of different ships, and then a whole bunch of the Titan class ship. You know. I mean, they did it, and they did it in the first episode of Picard as well. When you know they had a bunch of the similar new, you know, attack interceptors or cruisers, whatever the hell they were. There's a bunch of uh, very similar ships. From a CGI perspective, it's easier to just copy and paste a ship than it is to design a new model of ships. That's well, that why that, and also there's not that many times throughout Star Trek that you see a bunch of 
you see like big fleets gathered in one spot. Like they'll say it's a fleet and then there's like 10 of them. You know what I mean? You're not normally seeing like a hundred and something, 200 and something ships or whatever. That's not that normal. You would see it in, you know, sort of deep space nine. Um, you would see a lot of, a lot of different ships, but it's not like, you know, every episode there's just this fucking armada of every fleet ship that's ever and, been created. And did anybody else find it odd that the planetary defense system managed to hold up against hours and hours of 150 ships firing at it like give no. me a break <laughs> i don't think i don't think that's strange i mean you got to think those I those no that seemed those, a little extravagant those platforms look at the size it's all everything's limited by the size of your energy source right so look at the size of that platform versus the size of a ship so the energy source available in that platform uh, look at the sheer size of it um, I mean, the energy source is probably what, you know, hundred, a couple hundred times larger than that of any starship. So exponentially more energy to be able to hold out against barrages and shit like that. So I don't, I don't think it's that crazy. There is precedent with Cardassia defending against all sorts of ships from multiple races. So there is precedent for that. I mean, yeah, I mean, just for example, you know, something that runs on batteries is not going to be as powerful as something plugged into an electrical grid. So, you know, think think the difference between using a generator and then plugging something into the normal power grid, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I see your point. It just... Oh, I'm, I mean, yeah, it is crazy the way that they showed it. Like, literally, before the shield went down, it was like how one many continuous fucking explosion. phasers and how many fucking torpedoes were fired at that thing? That's just like out of fucking it control. Is, it is, it is nuts. But think about ballistics. If I shoot you in the chest with a nine millimeter, you, you know, you're likely to get hurt, right? If I put, a, you know, a five foot barrier of concrete and steel between you and I, I could unload thousands of nine millimeter rounds into it and never come close. I think we've established that in New Trek, the whole concept of time, space, and sometimes physics isn't really relied upon to push the narrative of a story. Well, I mean, it's happened through Trek anyway. I mean, you know, they have artificial gravity, and then they'll they'll take a really tight turn in space, and everybody gets launched to the side. And it's like, do you have artificial? What's the? How is this working? But yeah, then yeah, again. No. There's no such thing as artificial gravity, right? Unless you use centrifugal force. Um, so, so, I mean, it's not like it's not like it's breaking. It's not necessarily breaking any rules because it's made up, right? Like, right. So, oh, again, you know, we've debated this before, but a previous track they tried to use a lot of science fiction. If the science fiction didn't exist, they kind of made it and then made it sound like science fiction. Here, it's very much like, oh, we don't have uh, this, and we need to extend the uh, Borg story arc. So let's, um, oh, I don't know, let's let's make transporters uh, assimilate everybody. Then in the finale, we'll make transporters unassimilate everybody and figure out how to find changelings at the same time. You're like... I mean, it's a pretty neat wrap-up to the story. You gotta admit, super easy. Like, I, th I feel like they just took, they hit the easy button on everything this, this season. Oh, dude, the, the whole thing with uh, 
the Borg children, they they get to the bridge and all of a sudden the queen dies and all of their uh, all of their nanoprobes just disappear. And you're like, wait, that's not how that works. Yeah, and like they unplug the card and all of a sudden, oh, I'm... <laughs> yeah. And, and what is with what happened to the tendrils in in the in the in the forearms, right? At, why is why is assimilation now either through a transporter or through a, a USB cable? Because that, Borgs, you know, they're coming up in their shit. You know, they're changing the game. It's all good. We're we're just kind of teasing, I think, but it is funny that they just kind of gave up on a lot of just to do their own thing, which is totally fine. It's a show that stands on its own. They, um, you guys ever watch Jerry Ryan when, uh, when she was having an interview about how they came up with the seven character? No. No. So she was uh, being interviewed, and I can't remember who the interviewer was, but effectively, when she was auditioning for the part or when she had the part, she was given a lot of tapes to watch. She's like, here, watch this, uh, watch this episode about when Q launches uh, uh, the Enterprise to 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 f- see the Borg and y- and you look at the Borg for the first time. She's like, okay, cool. I watch it. Uh, we're not really gonna do it like that. Okay, here, watch the Lacutus episodes. Watch the Lacutus episodes. All right, so this is this is what you want me to do? It's like, ah, no, kind of not really. So like, how do you want me to do it? Ah, uh, do it similar, but different. That was like her instructions. Like, here, watch all the Borg episodes. Do it similar but different. And then here in Picard, it's like, remember what the Borg are? Yeah. Let's completely scrap everything and just have the queen. And we'll figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, they had obvious few drones, but... And she, the Borg was talking, the Queen was talking about, like, there's no collective anymore. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Remember the, um, I, I just remember watching it and, like, the, the ship was, like, hiding out in Jupiter's gas, right? And then all of a sudden, the cube's out in the middle of space. I'm like, did it fucking move? Did, like, what, did someone, like, hit the gas pedal while they were, like, fighting? Like, what well, happened? For, for the cube was, like, there. And cool. They couldn't do it in Jupiter's gases. Although yeah, they did like do an was... awesome job of, of it sticking inside Jupiter. Like, that looked fucking badass. Yeah, that did look pretty cool. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it was like, oh, it's like only 36% active and everything's broken. Yet somehow this goddamn thing the size of a fucking small planet has managed to move out of Jupiter's, you know, gravitational pull. And uh, now it's floating here. And now it's going to explode. I love how they did the uh, Star Wars nod, you know, like, <laughs> like they fucking like, like the torpedo they fired in the center of the, you know, Star Destroyer, like they're flying through the board cube. Um, yeah, can you just can you just imagine while they're flying through there and they're like, Data, it's a tight fit, and Data's like, ah, oh, like fucking R two <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like, fucking, fucking Jordy, all of a sudden he gets this targeting computer that looks like a scouter from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over 9,000! <laughs> Why is Vegeta on the bridge? Where's Kakarot? So great. Uh, it was fun. It was, it was, it was funny. Um, 
I enjoyed I, it. I, I did. I, did you guys notice they pretty much wrapped up the whole fucking story halfway through? Like the Borg was dead halfway through the episode. I I did. I enjoyed the episode, and you know what? Like at first, I was like, "Oh man, like this is just the fucking geriatric shit." And then I was like, "It is," but they did such a great job. Like they just leaned into that. Everybody's old. You know what I mean? Like all the old jokes and everything. Like they just kind of leaned into it. Like, dude, we're old, and yeah. they did a freaking fantastic job. Um, so yeah, this season is definitely, I would say, which is kind of weird coming for me because I hear myself about to say this and I'm kind of like getting into a fist fight with myself over it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I feel like of all seasons of every show of that's Trek, I would say that this season is one of my favorites, not my favorite, but one of my favorites. So, you know, out of the, what, what is it? What do we got now? It's like... 30 something seasons total of Trek. This is one of my favorites. Oh, my God. Oh, you're talking you're talking all of Trek? Like all of Trek. All, all every every season like of every hundreds show. Hundreds of seasons. Well, no, there's there's not hundreds. There's seven Did of Did you just say hundreds of seasons? You need to go to bed. They're <laughs> not seasons, that's episodes. You know what I mean? No, there's I'm at least about a good seasons. 50 seasons. Overall episodes. I don't there's... think there's 50. There's 21 of TNG, Voyager, and DS9. There's three of the original yeah, series, so that's 24. Three of the, 24. Then you have Enterprise is what, five? Uh, four. 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 So you got 27. Then, then you have Strange New Worlds is one. Discovery is five. So that's 30-something. A, a fifth is not out yet. The fifth is not out for Discovery, right? Yeah, but it's coming. But it's coming, and then it's canceled. Thank God. Um, right. and then, yeah, like three, uh, lower, so you got three lower decks. Uh, yeah. So you got somewhere, maybe 40, you know, high thirties. Yeah, yeah, uh, you, you probably have like 32, 32, 33 seasons. What? No, more than that. Okay. While you guys talk, I'm actually going to do the math cause I actually care. So, okay. So there's, cool. no. well, let's do it together. I'll just speak there's, out of my ass as normal and make wild right, so claims start, that don't. So let's start at the beginning. We got TOS is three. Right. TAS is then one. Then you got the ant. TAS is really one and a half, but we're going to say one. Okay. So that's and then four. you have TN, TNG is what? Seven? Seven. Seven. And then you got uh, DS, DS9. DS9. Seven. Is seven. And right. then Voyager. Seven. Is also, is also seven. Then after okay. Voyager comes ant. Which right, is so four. That's, so that's twenty five plus Enterprise is four. That's twenty nine, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Then you have. Yeah. Uh, let's start with Discovery four. That's thirty three. Well, let's just. Okay. Thirty three, right? You've got three of lower and then, decks. So thirty three, and then 36, Strange New Worlds is one. Right, thirty seven. Plus three of Picard, mm-hmm. forty. And Prodigy, one season, so forty-one. Yeah, forty-one. So there you go. Forty-one. So out of out of forty-one total seasons, um, and I could go ahead and say forty-two because I can guarantee you I ain't watching fucking Discovery. Um, <laughs> out of forty-two total seasons, I would say that this is probably a top five in season for me. Um, I like the way that they did it. And I, the funny thing is, is that obviously I'm a cynical dickhead and I'm always like, man, fucking complaining about shit. But I will say that, um, you know, 
it's funny because I normally would be like, oh my God, they just, all they did was appeal to nostalgia. But you know what? God damn it. That was good enough and it worked and I'm happy with it. Then Q comes back. The trial of Jack Crusher. Okay, now that's now that part is stupid to me. They went through all this big deal about Q dying, and then here comes Q. And their only explanation is, oh, you beings think so linear linearly. And you're like, oh, Jesus, come on. You know, I mean, no don't get me wrong. I don't want Q. I like, I love Q, but like they did this really amazing wrap up in season two. And then they're like, let's knock the dust off this old bastard and throw him on screen for about a minute and a half. <laughs> now, what would have been like, what would have made that moment better is if Cisco comes back and just punches him in the face. <laughs> he's like, or fucking Gold or Ducat shows up and he's like, shit. And Cisco shows up. Oh, there you are, you son of a bitch. Or what, you know, whatever his fucking quivering, that one voice that he can do. <laughs> yeah, that yeah I'm okay with Cisco not coming. I'm okay with Cisco not coming back. Yeah. Uh, so are they gonna do a Deep Space Nine spinoff? That uh, they, yeah. I mean, to be honest, to be honest, they could, but I think, uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. I think, I think there's a. I, I will put it to you this way: I truly believe that there's a, a higher probability of seeing William Shatner reappear in the Trek universe than seeing the DS Nine spinoff. Well, technically, that. it's in production a DS Nine slash Voyager series. And then Mich- Michelle Yeoh's Section 31 was greenlit. Star Trek Academy was greenlit. Very cool. So there's... I don't understand. Were they just waiting for Discovery to die before they did all this, I'm guessing? Yes. Absolutely. People needed yeah. to know that that would never happen again. If they're going to commit to watching New Trek, they need to know that they're never going to see that fucking abortion of Star Trek again. Oh, <laughs> um, I just, I just think it has to do with a lot of competing um, time for Michelle Yeoh because she's such a wanted actress. Not only that, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to get too political, but I think we're starting to see the beginning of the end of the virtue signaling culture and appeal for money because it's, it's not working the same way anymore. You know, people, people Your are kind numbers of numbers. Numbers well, don't people, are, people don't want to see people it. People are tired of pretending that they care about things they don't care about for fear of retribution. And I, you know, you can only pretend for so long. You know, why do most relations most? Why do a lot of relationships only last three to six months? Because that's the time that people can pretend, and then you end up seeing their true colors and their true intentions. And I think the same goes for, you know, anything else. People can only pretend to give a fuck about, you know, uh, you know, gay beer for so long, or what, you know, whatever it is, whatever the case is. People can only pretend for so long before they're like, you know what? Like, I, I want everybody to be happy, but also I'm kind of, I've been pretending. So I think it's time to move on now. And I think you're starting to see the beginning of the end of that. And that's, in my opinion, what that show represented um, was that. And um, I mean, I know people that love Discovery for like the first three seasons. And even they're like, yeah, I never really finished season four. Well, why? You said you loved it. Oh, well, uh, you know, it's wearing off, I think. so. To be fair to Discovery, season four was probably their better season. Actually, uh, I don't know. To, to, quote, to, to quote Trek. Samuel L. Junk, to quote Samuel L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction, the rat may taste like pumpkin pie. I wouldn't know I'd never eat the filthy motherfucker. <laughs> oh. 
I'm just saying everything has a shelf life, right? And I think that, you know, you can only, that's why everything goes in trends. It wears out and, you know, it's been super trendy to, you know, oh, I, you know, let's all care so much about all these other things that actually don't really affect us. And I think that's, you know, the white women have moved on to something else. (laughs) Poor white women. You know. You know, thanks, thanks to Hey Dude Shoes or whatever, you know, we've, we've moved on. So, All right, um, bring, bring, you, back, bring you back to Picard. Congratulations to Captain Seven of Nine. Quote, uh, Shatner and Generations, don't let them promote you. <laughs> I hope we see Seven of Nine more. Like if they do this Voyager-ish spinoff. Like with characters from Voyager and Deep Space Nine or something like that. That'd be cool to I see mean, they brought, as a captain. They brought back all these people um, for Picard. I mean, you had, you know, you've got Worf, you know, all, the T- all the TNG people. You had Tuvok, you had uh, Seven. So, I mean, you're, you're seeing, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't figure out how to fit the, uh, the Doctor from Voyager in this. That would have been, that would have been cool. Cause I, I'm, there's a hundred different ways they could have done it. And it would have been great because I, that's, I love that character. The character's great. It's oh, a fucking character computer program. Great. It's but a computer program that much like data is sort of during the whole sort of character arc is becoming more and more human as the character goes along. And it's really good to see. I would have liked to have seen a droid body. That would have been cool. Yeah, I mean, and they could do it now, right? Like, the next thing, they could be like, oh, the Doctor is now, you know, he now has a body. Or a real member of Starfleet. About. He's got a body. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't have to go around with a fucking holographic emitter and shit, you know? So, I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of different ways they could do it. And um, they just, all they got to do is just fucking get after it. So, you know, they, they cut out or they didn't have the budget to bring back Kate Mulgrew for a, for a scene as Admiral Janeway. That would have been pretty cool, too. Well, I mean, they, they were she also... She looks paying. so haggard different than she used to be that I don't know that I'd enjoy seeing that. Admiral Janeway. Yeah, but also at the same time, if they figured out how to make me like fucking, you know, Data... And what they did with Dad Data's character, I'm pretty sure they could figure out how to make people like um, Janeway. That's fair. I mean, you know, what? remember what I said about Data the first episode? I was like, man, this is fucking stupid. And now I'm like, man, I take back all that shit that I said. All of, I mean, it is true. We get older. We age. Nothing you can do about it. But they made that shit work. And so I take back all of the, the things that I said previously. Because uh, they did a they, they did, did a great job. I, I love mean, how they had data. <laughs> they had data doing counseling sessions at the end. Oh fuck, that was that awesome. shit was funny when she was, when she was <laughs> like looking through vacation spots and shit. Yeah, that was so good. Oh. They were yeah that that was that shit was fucking hilarious and uh, uh yeah there was a lot of there was a lot of little funny things like my favorite during the thing I I fucking chuckled was when he was when Worf was like and I will make it a threesome and and uh Frakes was like did you even hear yourself uh. <laughs> Anyway excellent wrap up 
Good job. Uh, I enjoyed it. Also, I don't want to beat this horse to death because you know next week for our our monthly uh, spin um, collaboration show, we're going to be probably going in depth a little bit on this because we're going to have a, and we're also going to have a lot of really good opinions from um, you know Big J and the uh, everybody else from all the other various Trek shows that are a member of the Starfleet Podcast Network. Um, which get used to it. We're going to start name dropping that shit more. Podcast yeah, it'll, yo, yo, yo. I'll be interested to hear their opinions on it. Yeah, so I don't want to kick Maybe it towards too I'll much. I'll go through and uh, rewatch some of the episodes. All right, so I think now would be a perfect time to sort of transition into something that, that Handy made a good point and something that we want to visit. And I'm actually going to stick around for because even though it has something to do with the Star Trek Fleet Command game, we were having a sideline conversation this morning. And um, <clears throat> anyway. I'll just shut the fuck up and let Handy bring it up and jump in as necessary. No, I mean, I was just saying how... Well, we were talking about taking breaks from the game, and I've said in the past, and I've talked about it on the show, that you know, I've stopped playing for, for a few months, and I enjoyed my break. But I really like the game still. I know you're over it, but I still like the game. I still like to play. I like to pull. I like to click in the buttons. But at the same time, like hobbies and whatnot, of my other hobbies, I had a lot for that other stuff where normally I would gravitate towards the game when I'm bored. I would go do more useful shit when I wasn't playing. But think, my main point that's, was... That's every hobby though, right? I mean, that's pretty much going to be any hobby yeah, once you, know, you get balls into it. I just jump around from hobbies. That's just me. I don't know. Other people stick with their hobby. but So... What I think is interesting is the more crap they add to this game, the more they're driving a wedge between people and making it more of a solo game. Like, we used yeah. to play this game together. Like, we used to coordinate and do things together, like TC battles, like, um, like all these things, right? Like, we used to be more involved with each other coordinate and go on raids and this and that and some people still do that stuff but the large majority are just playing their own solo game and there's not a whole yeah. lot of incentive anymore to playing with your friends and i think that's a huge mistake on scopely's part because all you're going to do is take away reasons for ple for people to continue to play this game in my opinion I, I think that we've talked about it before. I know I've said it, and most people have agreed with me. Um, you know, uh, they're, they're everything, like I said earlier, talking about, you know, everything has a shelf life. That's true in all things, and the game's been around for, you know, five years or so now. And um, it's, uh, it's not going to be around... Um, in my opinion, as, as long as some people might believe in the back of their mind. And I think that now it's the big push, you know, everything's, you know, expendable, right? Especially we know Scopely, right? If something stops making money, they stop doing, or they alter how they present it, right? If something doesn't make a lot of money and it's not that popular next week, you can get what used to cost you 300 bucks. You can get it for 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Like we, we've seen them do stuff like that. 
And so it's all about the, we got to figure out how to make money. They don't give a fuck about you. Nobody there cares about you. Nobody cares about your gameplay. They only care about it insofar as it keeps you playing and spending money. Now, um, yeah, but that being said, I think it's even more strange that they're pushing all this solo content where most of our gameplay now is all this bullshit we have to do to maintain so that, you know, so when you do have those PvP events or whatnot, or those group activities, you're strong enough to, to do it. But most of the gameplay well, is solo. It just didn't used to be like that, aside from grinding. Um, well, yeah, because back then there was... Uh, I mean, you had your grinding, you had your mining, but I remember, you know, back when the arcs weren't every month, um, and honestly, before they really even had, like, full-on arcs all you know they had like events every day or they'd have like you know some sort of a, a cow event or a faction hunt or something like that and that was the big event right like that was the big that was the big thing they didn't have those overlapping on top of themed events for various shows and all this stuff um there was definitely a lot more cooperation because you would raid i mean that's pretty much what it was right you'd go around and because that's all there was to do mine grind raid that was it um, obviously, now there's a lot more grinding to do, and there's a lot more mining to do, which takes away from that social, the social aspect, like you say, of having to coordinate with different people. I mean, we used to, God, we used to have so much fun. We'd have half the alliance online, you know, running back and forth, raiding, and blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm sure there's a select few people out there that still do that, but that's not the norm anymore. I guarantee it. I put money on it across every server. You know, you might have some twos and fews that still engage in that type of stuff, but most people don't. Most people are grinding their who do our modest, even our modest people half the time. Yeah, with the solo. Yeah, with the. I mean, it's like people are armaded out. They've done so many solo armadas, they don't want to join the group ones. Yeah, it's it's um, that's that's what it is. I just I don't know. You know, could be wrong. I'm not like in the fucking super duper awesome business analyst here, but. I don't know. I just feel like it's you're seeing Scopely start to buy up other resources and other getting into other IPs and shit like that. And I think that maybe there's some plans there to set the focus to other things. And um, so I wouldn't be surprised if plenty diversified. Yeah. And I think that, you know, they're trying to suck this dry. And once they kind of do that, I mean, the only people that are, you know, that are going to be left after a while, they're going to be like the, the diehards that just buy, it doesn't matter what it is. They're going to buy it when it comes out. Um, and I mean, even then, people like that are going to kind of get bored once a lot of the other, the, the sort of their cannon fodder sort of fades away, right? People like people like me and other folks that just sort of were there and just kept the, kept the population up. But it'd be, it'd be interesting to see. It's also difficult when, especially nowadays, when you take a break and try to come back after a little bit, you're like, whoa, what the yeah, fuck do ex- I have to do you're- now? you're you're exponentially more behind than you would have been back then. I remember the first time I took sort of a month long break, it was uh like I came back and like the people that were sort of my at my level and my power that were sort of my rivals were like maybe their ship had a hundred K extra power or something, you know. You know, I mean it wasn't that far ahead. Now I you know, I'm sure that if I came back now after being gone for a month and a half or, or whatever, um you know, there's people that are fucking three and four levels ahead of me now. 
So it's just as time goes on, it gets exponentially harder to recover from taking that time off. And um, I think making it that much more difficult just makes it that much more. Um, what, I've, what I've noticed from people, though, sorry to interrupt your thought, but well, kind of. But I've noticed people when they do come check on the game, they like level 60s. People, I've had like we've just lost another one. And then on top of that, people, when they do come check in on the game, they're like, holy fuck, I'm so far behind. And they get discouraged and they, that's, that's they log saying. the fuck back out. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, that's what the word I was searching for. You get so discouraged because you jump back in and you're like, fuck, everybody's got these crews that are essentially necessary crews. I don't have it. Man, fuck this. I'm just going to go back to what I was doing. Like, I'm not missing out on anything. Hey, fuck this. Did you say and we so, lost yeah, another, it's making it more difficult. Did you say we lost another level 60? Yeah. Officer Bod. OB. Quit. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Left? Yep. At least for now. Come back and play, but... Yep. I mean, I'm... I'm I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be that long before you start to see that becomes the norm. And uh and I guarantee you he came in he saw vast difference between his account and the others because he hasn't been buying up every fucking bullshit that they've released in the past month and a half or whatever and realized how far behind he is and probably yeah. looked at the investment needed to catch back up and was like fuck it I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, that's kind of, I mean, that's, that's not really an element of where I, I was at, um, with coming back. Cause I still don't really, really want to, um, at all actually. Um, well, that's like a competitive, but, you know, top level player kind of perspective. Like, well, it's, it, it's discouraging to anyone. It doesn't have to just be somebody who spent, you know, fucking hundred thousand dollars. Right. It's like from, you know, I jump in and it's like, God damn, I used to smack this person around and now, I couldn't even put a dent in one of their miners. Like Jesus Christ, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's um, true. That can happen at any level. It, it's it's at any level, and you know, so I, uh, it's discouraging for anyone. So yeah, I mean, it's you're right. I think it's almost like they're cutting off their own uh, their own feet here, but it may also be in an effort to squeeze as much money out of these diehards as possible before they start to slowly let it go um, well they just keep releasing shit that's too good to pass up and you have to have it if yes, you want to be competitive so exactly, they're just furthering the, the divide between yeah, people and, that spend money and people that don't or spend very well, little i mean and we had we had the conversation months ago i know before i quit we had somebody on i think trash talk and i can't remember who it was and um she seemed nice enough but she was definitely one of those oh, i'm a level 60 60 60 60 person and, you know, people like that, man, they're so deep into it that they're not going to, most of them ain't going to agree with you. They're like, well, it's not true. And, you know, there's a lot of emotions involved in money and stuff like that. And I get it. And that's fine. I don't expect them to. Everybody's allowed to have their opinion. But, um, you know, when you're removed from that situation and you're not, you don't have those same emotions due to your investment, it's a little, it's a lot easier to see what's going on because you're sort of away from that <laughs> battlefield, so to speak, right? And I'm able to survey what's going on. And, you're right. It's like even me playing, if you'll recall, Handy, I didn't spend money except for that $20 battle pass for like a year. I bought nothing. 
And then they started coming out with this stuff and you started, I think you were the one or handy or tech was the one that called me out on it. was like, Hey man, what's up with this pack you bought? What's up with this? Pack? And it, it even started getting to me and I was like, God damn, you know, they're starting to come out with these things. Like you said, it's too good to be true. I got to get it. I, uh, my thing was, I think one of the latest, uh, packs or not packs, the, the treasury event. I'm like, Oh, cool. Like 14 billion tritanium. And uh, I tried to, because I have enough to get a free one. I've collected all those rods. And I was like, yeah. all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get those 700 points or whatever to get this thing. I, I got maybe like 250. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. I was like, this is too much. All the shit that I got to do, especially trying to do the, the whole free booter research. I'm like, ah, all right, I'm going to go play something else. Yeah, I, I ended up opening one of those. Cause I got the free rods and I think I got, I opened up one in like December or something and yeah, it was a lot of, it was a lot of stuff, but it also was gone in less than a week. Cause I was, you know, upgrading and doing this and that. And it's so, you know, just exponentially more expensive. And I think that some people have to know if you're going to try to, if you're going to try to play and you don't have the means or if you don't want to have the means, because there's plenty of people that, um, play this game that uh, probably have more expendable income than the level 60s, but it's just because of you know whatever self control or or, or um, maybe not necessarily self control, but you know uh, priorities. They don't spend that kind of money. I mean, uh, you know, there was a I can't remember if they were in dark. Maybe they were in dark when I was in dark. Um, there was somebody there that was a um, there's somebody who's a retired a a, a retired professional sport. Uh, player and I can't remember if it was like baseball or something like that um, I had a conversation with a retired professional sports player and they owned like several condominiums if you don't think this person can afford to outspend everybody in our server then you know I don't <laughs> I don't know what to tell you but they were like ops 32 because it was just something that they did for fun right oh yeah I know who you're talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's not it's not ball hog because I know ball hog played for the NBA or something right well, yes. like, I think ball hog was like the NBA. It's not ball hog. There was somebody else that was like, it was like they, they were like an, a retired MLB player. And I'm not a baseball guy, so I don't remember who I, I don't know. I don't even think they told me their last name, but um, we were just ch chatting one day and I said something about the money. And he was like, I mean, I got plenty of money to spend on this. I just choose not to um, because it's just a bottomless pit. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, what are you, a heart surgeon? He said, well, he's like, when, when I got into professional sports, I started investing in real estate and this, that, and the other. And I was like, Oh, holy shit. Um, <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. So, you know, you don't say no more. And he's like, yeah, you know, I, he's like, I played, you know, I think base pro baseball or whatever for like seven years or something before he retired. And, you know, by then the motherfucker had his, you know, portfolio was, you know what I mean? He was, his cup runneth over as they say. So. Well, it's yeah, I think there's, I mean, most people that play this game are adults, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're probably far enough along and whatnot that most people could probably afford to spend money on this game, but she's not. Yeah, yeah. But I, I just wanted to make that thing because I don't want people to think like, just because you are a low level in this game doesn't mean people don't make enough. Like I said, that person has enough money to buy and sell. Probably anyone in here on the stage in the audience or on our server, I know for a fact 
but they just choose not to. So I want to make that distinction. I'm not saying if you're a low level, you're poor. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. So that was why I was making that important distinction. And I think that, um, you know, it's not, it, it's just, I like wish that, I had that kind of self-control. I mean, yeah, I mean, cause I, I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, if I was a multi, you know, gazillionaire or whatever, yeah, I'd be one of these level sixties running around with my big shit talking shit because, you know, I swiped at my credit card enough times. I'm, I'd be one of those people, but, um, I'm not a gazillionaire. I do have enough. I do have plenty of money to where I could be quite a hell of a contender, but it's one of those things that, you know, my wife's a hell of a contender and she's pretty dangerous. So I don't think we need to go down that road. Um, so every, uh, every week, I get a report, a weekly report on my phone about my screen time. And yep. I haven't really been playing very many games lately. And so when I was playing Star Trek Fleet Command like crazy, I would average 10 hours a day on my phone. Yeah. Eight? Ten. Ten. Ten hours a day. I would spend ten hours a day on my phone, but it's it's just screen time on your phone, and the majority of that was obviously dedicated to Fleet Command. Obviously, there's all these other things that I would do, you know, on the phone. But well, that's a lot of yeah, dude. I was, you know, I was determined to. to... That's actually that's actually average for an American, by the way. I don't know if you understand if you know Seriously? that. Eight to, yeah, eight to ten hours a day because you also have to think. Dude, um, mine's like four, maybe. Yeah, nah. but you also spend you also if if you also spend a lot of time in front of your computer. So if you were to couple that together, you'd probably be a ten to twelve. So nah. um, oh yeah, you one hundred percent were be in denial all you want, but you spend a heck of a lot of time clicking around on your computer, and especially if you're doing fleet command on your computer like you do a lot of the times. Imagine factoring that in with the amount that you're spending on your phone. That's probably going to be an extra hour and a half, two hours when you actually sit down and play. Um, but yeah, the average screen time is high, and it's not just because people are doing you know, uh, gaming or social media or whatever. A lot of it depends on what you're doing. For example, my average screen time is about nine hours a day. But if you look at it, it has to do with um, emails, um, social media, because of my business, unfortunately, being in the fitness industry, there's a lot of time on social media, you have to go out there and you have to talk to people and answer DMs and all this shit. Um, mine is uh, Discord, because I'm always on Discord, handling the server, stuff like that, dealing with the podcasts, the various Discords that I'm on because of that. Um, so a lot of it has to do with things that are directly, re I'm not, I'm not just like wasting time in other words, you know what I mean? And okay. so I think breaking it down, people would find that it's not as bad as you think it is. Let me finish my point. So it, uh, it was around 10 hours a day and it was mainly fleet command when I was really heavily involved in fleet command. Now I just got a report saying my average screen time is about six hours. So without really playing any games. And the only reason it's so high is because every time I'm driving somewhere, I just open up YouTube and let my YouTube go as I'm listening to something. Oh, you know yeah. what? I do that too. So I'll bet my screen is yeah. pretty high because of that. Yep. So Yeah, there's a lot of that too. That's why I say if you, if you factor in what you're doing, realistically, you're probably utilizing your phone a few hours a day rather than nine or ten. But it's because of the background program or whatever that is you're doing, your YouTube or... It, it, you're not just fucking around. And so people see the screen time and they're like, oh, I'm spending too much time on my phone. And I'm like, if it wasn't your phone, it'd probably be on the computer with, with emails and business stuff or whatever. That's usually what I end up doing. It's a lot of business stuff.
and it's all obviously it's all justifiable. You can't really eliminate that. You're gonna have to do it in one way or another. Yeah, you you can't. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. So I think. Uh, yeah. I, so anyway, in in conclusion to our point, I think that we acknowledge that uh, when you whether you take a break or whether you quit, you're gonna find a lot more time on your hands. And in my case, I've been able to reconnect with like watching anime again and doing a lot of things that I used to do in my childhood. It's made me a lot happier. And so, you know, not checking in on that has granted me a lot of time. And I think that a lot of people realize that. So I have noticed a lot of, you know, on the note of discord, a lot of people asking for help for armadas. That was usually almost never the case. Really? Is it, is it, so it's gone up even, I I guess I never paid attention because I was never, even when I was still playing, I was doing mostly solo shit and, I would just run shit, but I guess so. The number of requests have gone up. Yeah, yeah. I hmm. now there's a lot of at yeah. everyone's. That was pretty. There's that's that was yeah that was pretty rare unless it was like two a.m. Right. Yeah. Normally you run an armada. And... People in higher levels running level. I think. Yeah, I mean, you get to a the certain point. The content is not a ga- engaging enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I would only run armadas during events that required it. And even then, sometimes I wouldn't. Like, I, <laughs> I would just run people, them. And if we won, we won. I think most people are sick of armadas. I mean, there's so many of them. I mean. Yeah, that right. So what, what, what happens? I guess I eventually got fed up and left, right? Um, and my breaking point was when... I saw the content that had come out and it was just more of the shit that, you know, we just came out with Armadas last month. Now there's new solo Armadas this month. And that was it for me. I'm like, I'm done. You know, I'm just curious, everybody, if everybody's groaning about it, like what's keeping people here? Like Handy said, it's not even really social. Is it just for the habit? I think people have stopped complaining. They just, just stop playing or just lean into it. Or they just, yeah, or they're, you know. But I, like I said, I still enjoy the game, and I, I have my complaints about the stuff they're adding. But at the same time, I still enjoy my screen time. I still, but the more shit they add to this, because I have like a couple hours a day I dedicate to playing the game. You know, maybe an hour and a half, maybe an hour some days when I'm exhausted. And um, beyond that, like if I have extra Sundays and whatnot, my screen time is much higher. Like I may play all fucking day. I don't know. It just kind of depends like when I'm on the weekend, you know. But uh, more often than not, like I find myself doing the solo thing. So Laura Mata, this, that, and I have to grain this and I have that which cuts down on my time that I would you know talk to other people in the alliance and it would uh, cut down on my time in discord talking to you guys or cut down you know what I mean like it's kind of time management right and I only have so many hours a day I'm a small business owner I have shit I have to do got I got to take care of like so you know, I don't have any kids or anything, but 
Like, and I can only imagine for people to have all that shit and kids to deal with. Like, there's so many hours in the day that you do your hobbies. And the more crap they add to the game that you have to do just to maintain, you know, the less time you have to actually engage in the other more enjoyable parts of the game, which is socializing. And I feel like most people I've talked to have said that's what keeps them in the game, social aspect. Well, as Scopely keeps adding shit, it's going to keep hacking away at that, and it's going to cause people to stop playing. I can, I can uh, agree with that for sure because it's, it's like personally, I'm concerned about it. I don't want people. To, I want people to continue playing and enjoy the game because that's part of why I enjoy it because these people are here. But if Scopely keeps screwing the pooch, just concerned about the future of the they game. Are. They are. They are. They haven't. They have never. They have never not done that. They've all. They've only taken you know a step back to take two more steps forward on their current path. You know what I mean. So they're going to continue to do that. So you know, I, I think people see. with other. I think I think people with other hobbies that that are lean in real hard to those other hobbies and do this as well. I think they're going to be fine. But I think a lot of people are going to get to a certain point when when the game finally dies or they stop supporting it or you know there's not enough people for it to actually matter. Um, I think mean, it's probably going to affect them a lot more because it's kind of they just this is their sole hobby. I mean, we know a particular person that was um, that recently was um, got upset. We're not going to run him down, but um, he got upset about it. And we know this particular person like his, his whole life is this game, and that, my friend, is what concerns me. What are people like that going to do when their whole happiness and existence is rolled up into this little virtual They'll just find something universe. else, dude. Everybody is very wow. capable of finding their own coping mechanism. I, I just I download so. some other fucking game and get into that. I, yeah, I mean, I so. for I example, know. look at the person you're talking about. Like, his whole existence was our team, and then what did he do? He went and found a new team to go bug. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. It yeah, just but, I mean, matter, I mean, but I mean, of all the games, all these mobile games, this is really a un- more of a unique one. There's not, there are a few out there that are similar, but not in the same way that this one is. I disagree with that. I think there's plenty of games that are very similar to this one, where people get addicted in the same manner. I would agree with that. I mean, as humans, we all want to belong to a certain community, whether it's, you know, oh, yeah. virtual or real. We have the option of both. And if people are very awkward or, you know, let's just say agoraphobic uh, in real life, they have these virtual communities that they could be a part of. And if one community goes down and, you know, oh, well, right, a new community will pop up and they'll get part of they'll try to be part of that community. Mm-hmm. It's the circle of virtual life. <laughs> I guess. The, I guess the question is: is what? <laughs> I guess the question is: is what you know? The what chapter? The what are they going to move on to now? I'm or sure. Then, I'm sure there such are a time. other things that are that can suck up people's time. Hell, even Dreamweaver, I posted a video about try timelines again. Why is it good? I haven't 
I haven't checked checked it out, but his video is basically like you you actually get characters that are more uh, consistent with the show, or the mm. shows rather than than you currently get it in Fleet Command. Oh, time, I love timeline. the fucking office abilities in this game. Holy shit! The fucking timelines. Timelines has all the officers have ability in timelines as well. Um, timelines. I enjoyed the characters because they had super specific characters like uh like uh lieutenant picard right from like you know these earlier flashback days and stuff and then you could get admiral picard and number one you know him and the dog and so they had like it would be the same character but from different you know versions of the show or for different episodes and i and i kind of like that i just thought that was pretty cool it was just it got really really it got so tedious because you were just it was. It got more tedious than STFC. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You could have all sorts of characters, right? There was a human Q. There was the Q that killed himself. Or Quinn. I guess. I guess he's the uh, character. Sure. But you know, you always wanted the the five star characters so that you can put them on your ship and do the whole. Th- I haven't. I haven't played timelines in a bit. Not, not not even planning on opening that up anytime soon either. There's another one if you have an iPhone, you can play uh, Star Trek Legends. Yeah, that's the subscription-based game, right? Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's available. I thought it was an Apple exclusive kind of thing, but it's like $5 a month for Apple Play. Right, no, that's so, what I'm saying. Like, you pay $5 a month and you get the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, you pay five dollars a month and you get access to all of their all the games. And so, I mean, honestly, if you have an iPhone, it's and you play mobile games, it's worth it because they do have some really good games on there. Um, and it's also across uh, all the the Apple platforms, so obviously you can get it on your iPad, your Mac, um, all that stuff. So there's plenty of cool games that you can play. So um, that and that game is actually pretty good too because it's like uh, there's there's a turn based combat, and you can upgrade your 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 the characters and stuff like that. So. But with the it's actually really good. The point I'm trying to make is that you get access to the game. There's no in-app purchases yeah, yeah. in the game, right? It's not like Fleet Command. No, 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 no. There's no yeah. There's no in-app purchases. You can't. You actually can't, have can't to, buy your way to the top, homie. You you have to yeah. actually have to have skill, not not yeah. You, you not have to buy your way to the top. Yeah, you have to mix and match your mix and match your characters and build them up. And yeah, you can't. You definitely can't buy your way to the top on that one. So. It might it might not be the best for some fleet command uh, connoisseurs. <laughs> you mean you actually have to think? Sorry, what a, what a concept. Yeah, sorry, you can't 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 pay to win there, bro. Um, you can do that on timelines. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Uh, it's a lot cheaper. Your wallet won't hurt as much. Uh, don't be so sure. Well, I last time I looked at it, which was about a month and a half ago, when I quit. Uh, fleet command and I log back into timelines. It was still looking at what you get for the money that you pay is a lot better than what you get in fleet command. Sure, but it, there's no limit to what you can spend on. Actually, no, there is a limit because every what is it? I think it's every five days they release new content timelines or a new character. You can buy. Well, they they also revisit they also revisit stuff. Right. Um, right. And in timelines, if you participate lightly and when i say lightly i mean like maybe 10 minutes you're guaranteed to get at least one copy 
of the new characters pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like that's how I got like the, that's how I got the Admiral Picard and number one, the you know, the dog number one. Um, is because I logged into timelines and I played for like seven minutes and they were like, Oh, here, obviously if you want to max out those characters, you have to get five versions of the same you character to to roll them in to, to get all five stars, but you are yeah, you can still get one character you're right at when i when i was a free-to-play player on timelines i definitely was able to place pretty high in a bunch of events for sure yeah you could the, the what you can get out of timelines is far superior to anything that you're going to get on um stfc it's kind of like you know in stfc the new characters come out most of the time you're not guaranteed to get a full pull of the new character on timelines you are but it's like the equivalent of having like a tier one character as opposed to the people that went out and spent money or played a lot more to get tier five. But imagine being able to get tier five during an event without spending money because it's possible and you can do it. It is, it is possible. So. Yeah. Or you, or you can wait cause then they will bring back those characters. Yeah. I, I mean, I got, um, there's a couple characters that i have in timelines from when i was really really into it several years ago that through the events i was able to max the characters out and i didn't spend any money as a matter of fact i've never spent any money on timelines i spent i spent a fair bit of money they would always have the ten dollar packs they'd have the ten dollar packs you get like my wife 20 officer pulls my wife never spent any money either on timelines and she got up to like level one 178 or something oh you know what i fucking love about timelines that 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 needs to be like if there's one feature from timelines that needs to cross over to fleet command it's the fucking replicator it takes all your all your useless garbage shit oh yes please into something useful that you can apply to a to another character or another and and you can you can get replicator rations which are like normal Next, like two star, three star, four star, five star, you can get replicator rations to be able to replicate those things. And there's a there's a limit. So, but there's a limit though. You can't just sit there and fucking like bang out all this crazy shit. You can only do like one. It used to be three, and I think they changed it to one. You can only replicate so many things per day. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was yeah, because it used to be you could do you could do three a day, and now it's one a day. I think because I tried it a while back. I was replicating. Do you know why? Do you know why they won't do it? Do you know why Fleet Command won't do it? Why? Because they would have to go through and every single item in the game, they would have to assign a value to it. And that value would be either something that you can get rid of or something that you cannot. And the reason for that is there's a lot of shit in our inventories that we may need for some silly mission, this or that or whatever. And if you notice, like a lot of that stuff the same category so they couldn't do it by category because they've been super messy about how they've added the widgets and doodads to this game oh if they if they ever did anything like that they would they would take away all those things they wouldn't assign anything to like the random like tokens and shit that you'll never need again they would just take them away they'd be like oh yeah well you know um no yeah i'm not giving you that there is so, so much junk in fleet command that could be removed and it would be so much better for the game no. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I I can't even find anything in my inventory to look for something. Like I don't even bother. No. You can't. There's too much. I can't tell you the last time. 
I can't, it's probably been a year since I looked at Armada directives. I would just click on the Armada and click start and see how many directives I had that way. Oh yeah. I think that's so what like, everybody does. Because otherwise, I fuck, it's possible. Yeah, dude, you're scrolling through and there's a, every time you see something purple, you're like, oh, no, that's a solo this. Oh, no, that's a solo that. Oh, no, that's a this or that's a fucking board. Or like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we got any, what else we got? That's about it. We're nearing our uh, time okay. limit for sure. Yeah, I think we're I think we're just about done here. We're good. For all you guys listening, make sure to check out the Starfleet Podcast Network. That's where all the new episodes are going to be released. And also join the Starfleet Podcast Network Discord. Um, I'm sure we have it linked somewhere. I don't remember, but um, yeah, do that, it's and that's where you can talk every, to. It's in every new episode it, released nowadays. Oh, is it? Do we, do we actually have the link to, oh. the, to that Discord? Yep, yep. All right. Yeah, we do. Okay, well, click, click that click that shit. Also, it'll be in the announcement. Yeah, we still do stuff here, but we do stuff there as well. So whatever, I'm done talking. And and they do stuff there too. They got some really good content. Yeah. Some good content. There's some very interesting interviews and all kinds of cool shit. How they yeah, there's some of so you know one of the other podcasts. Um, at least one of the other podcasts has interviewed some of the the actors. We're not cool enough to do that. No, no, so. we're not. We could um, be. Uh, I don't know that they're going to want to come on our show, man. Think about our show. I spent like <laughs> half. I spent. I spent half of an episode roasting all the old people. They they would uh, quickly uh, let all any colleagues don't don't answer those fuckers. <laughs> yeah, either that. Or a bunch either of that. Yeah, just just make just make sure it's only that tech man guy, that handy and that fucking uh, that Kirk dude. You don't want to talk to them. They're fucking dicks. Fucking pricks. <laughs> yeah, but, it, anyway. but seriously though, watch the uh, Starfleet Podcast Network. They're good stuff. We're gonna have a website up soon. All the links to everything. It's gonna be awesome. And join us next week on the Starfleet Podcast Network Discord, where we're gonna be doing the um, the monthly spin show, which is gonna feature all four of the podcasts. That should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you guys next time.